Brock Lesnar could be coming back to WWE and Triple H is teasing some big plans for after WrestleMania. Find out more by searching Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Well, that was totally unacceptable. How is that unacceptable? Exactly what you wanted. Rematch. We delivered. You delivered. Yes. a bell and a ref. And it finished. Ding, ding, ding. Really? So, yeah. yeah. And exactly, you didn't give me time to prepare. You go out there right there. I time was... to prepare? Yeah, yeah. it's a match, okay. Okay. Adam. So let me, let me give you plenty of time to prepare. Hell, let me give you the home field advantage because I'm feeling generous. Because in two weeks' time, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, you're going to face Becky Lynch again. No. And there wait, she wait, are. Wait, wait. No. And this time, no. you're barred from Wait, what? what? Hey, wait, 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 Still don't love it, but she's got two weeks. SummerSlam tomorrow night. Live reactions with Andrew and Adam Pacitti. You can check out their predictions and nine pitches for SummerSlam right now on youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. Who could have predicted that one of the hottest matches going into SummerSlam wouldn't even make the SummerSlam card? We're talking about the rivalry between Tristratus and Becky Lynch, which has been bubbling away since the night after WrestleMania. And it was expected that this would be a feud that would be paid off at SummerSlam. This was, in fact, earlier, late early last month, it was, um, it was one of the matches that was internally listed, according to reports, to take place at SummerSlam. But as we've seen from this week, that is very much not the case. And it's much to the chagrin of the parties involved. Worked Wrestling revealing today there are growing frustrations backstage in WWE regarding the handling of the women's division. This, of course, comes about after not just Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus was pulled from the SummerSlam card, but also a showdown between Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley for the world title, which we will get into in just a moment. Now, Fightful Select have looked into the Trish Stratus-Becky Lynch match, and they said uh, there is, they, was, they were told there was a good reason that the match was delayed until mid-August, as opposed to happening at SummerSlam. 
Since then, they've been told that WWE has been adamant about limiting the number of matches and the run times for premium live events, which caused some matches that were being built for the show to be moved elsewhere. Those that Fightful spoke to said that on SummerSlam, the match would have been severely limited by time and the decision was made to put it on a future Raw instead. Consideration was also given to moving the match to WWE Payback. Now, despite this, PW Insider are reporting today that Becky Lynch is in Detroit, the place where SummerSlam will emanate from tomorrow night may be suggesting that something is planned between Becky and Trish for SummerSlam that may not necessarily be a match, maybe some sort of angle. We don't know yet whether Trish will be a part of SummerSlam, but Becky Lynch, as we say, is reportedly in Detroit ahead of SummerSlam. Rhea Ripley was set to compete at SummerSlam as well, defending the women's world title for the first time at SummerSlam against Raquel Gonzalez. However, injury blights have caused that match to be removed from the card. And as it was reported on Raw on Monday night, when Raquel Gonzalez is healthy, that match will take place. Now, on Twitter, an In Style magazine article was shared about Rhea Ripley's, quote, Summer Slam Glam. Basically, uh, taking a look at some of the outfits she's wearing for Summer Slam. Uh, Ripley, quote, retweeted this, correcting them from Summer Slam Glam to Summer Slam Media Appearance Look, for reasons we all know of, end quote, from Rhea Ripley. Uh, Ripley was scheduled to face, as we say, Raquel Gonzalez, and that is not happening now. But we do understand that Liv Morgan, Raquel's tag team partner, will be in Detroit along with Rhea Ripley. Again, whether some last minute things are added, it doesn't look likely at this point, simply because WWE want to keep the runtime down. So adding more stuff will probably not allow them to do that. The frustration comes because these are two matches from the women's division that have been cut, uh, leaving just two now on the card. Um, that being the the women's championship match between Asuka, Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair and the MMA rules match between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Obviously, people will ask the question today, why were two women's matches cut for time that had a long and substantial build as opposed to some of the men's matches. That'll no doubt be conversation that takes place today ahead of SummerSlam in Detroit tomorrow night. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And Ruby Soho, well, she's going right at her. Sending a fist toe into the corner. And there goes Ruby, showing a little quickness here. And oh. Bunny went in, and then she leaves quickly for that. Some great teamwork going on in that corner. Yeah, it worked, there is. I'm really impressed with the Fisto's speed. She's moving. It, it's not going to get any better as long as somebody doesn't stand up. Because everybody's afraid to talk. Everybody doesn't want to say what I'm saying right now. I myself even, I'm like struggling right now. But somebody has to say it. Meanwhile, in AEW, Lufisto has spoken out about the toxic women's locker room behavior that she experienced when she went to an AEW taping last year. This is in a new interview with Fightful Select and Sean Ross Sapp. So it started last week where Lufisto tweeted, It's cute how people blame booking for a bad women's division. Talent with too much power, talent denigrating each other, talent trash talking potential employees so they never get in as soon as they walk in it starts here signed off by the one you called an effing french canadian a-hole sean ross sap caught up with lefisto to talk about these comments some more and there is a lot that comes from this interview. So Lefisto starts by saying she bumped into QT Marshall at WrestleCon in Dallas and she was invited to AEW Dynamite in Boston for a tryout as a coach was later told to bring her gear for a match on Dark. Lefisto describes the weird vibe that she got from some of the women's locker room when it was uh, when it was mentioned uh, that she was there to get a tryout and possibly become a coach. She mentions Ruby Soho, the Bunny, and Tony Storm among those who gave an uncomfortable atmosphere to her. She does mention she was very warmly greeted by Mercedes Martinez and a few of the other younger members of the AEW women's roster and some of those also trying out. Lefisto describes mingling around the backstage area, speaking to Christian, Mark Henry and Dustin Rhodes for a bit. Being told by QT Marshall that Tony Khan, who Lefisto believed she was there to talk to, was busy encouraging her to continue mingling. At time when, as time went on, Lufisto was told the match was Ruby Soho, Anna Jay and Sky Blue versus Lufisto, Amos Sakura and The Bunny. Lufisto, as instructed, started the match, hit a clothesline on Ruby Soho and tagged out. From there, she doesn't return to the match and gets punched whilst on the apron by Anna Jay and the match ends soon after. Post-match, Dustin Rhodes chastises Lufisto for making all the girls that are signed look terrible, despite only being in the ring for less than a minute. When asked for feedback, Dustin said she should have bumped for the move she took and, when punched on the apron, should have fallen to the floor. 
Lafista describes another encounter with Dustin Rhodes and Ruby Soho in which they are talking about someone and stop talking when she enters the room. Ruby suddenly leaves and then Dustin Rhodes exclaims, so all French Canadian people are effing a-holes having a very different attitude and demeanour to their previous conversation. Lefisto goes on to say that a few girls had matches with Britt Baker that would be changed mid-match, and if the opponent lost their way in a new match situation, the support wouldn't be there. Consequently, the match would be bad and they'd never get called to be an extra again. Now, Lefisto says, whilst they didn't want to do that with her, she does believe they wanted her to look bad in front of agents. Lefisto asked for feedback from other people who said... They would make time to watch the match. However, Lefisto spoke to a longtime friend who was wrestling that night about her experience, and they said, They don't really watch our matches here. I've been doing Chris Benoit moves for the past month, and no one even knows. They don't care. Lefisto's meeting with Tony Khan never happens, and he was apparently too busy. She says she spoke to QT Marshall via email a few days later, who didn't understand why she got the negative reaction she did, nor why the match was planned the way it was. She says there was an issue getting paid that took a while to sort out, and then after that, she was ghosted by QT Marshall and the rest of her AEW contacts. Lefisto concludes, I'm telling my story and my experience for people to understand that the reason why this division doesn't work is the gatekeeping of it. It's not going to get any better as long as somebody doesn't stand up. Everybody is afraid to talk. Everybody doesn't want to say what I'm saying right now. I'm even struggling right now because someone has to say it. Unfortunately, it's the 43-year-old that's doing it because everybody is so afraid to lose their freaking jobs. They don't do or say anything and they accept things that should not be. You have 60 women who want to be on top and want to give you good matches. You're not using them because you have that core that want to stay there and will do everything they want to stay there. LaVista was keen to speak to Dustin again. She said, so many times I've wanted to reach out to him. He would write things like, be kind to people. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know how many times I've wanted to reply. I really wish you would have showed me the same kindness. Everything you're saying, I believe too. I'm not perfect. I did things wrong in my past and I will do again. We all make mistakes. Dustin Rhodes tweeted after the interview went out and said, hey, LaVista, read your story. And sometimes as a coach... I have to be very honest and won't ever tell you a lie about how good or bad it was. Sometimes hard love comes out and I wouldn't have it any other way. I hope you find what you're looking for. Hashtag keep stepping. Lefisto tweeted a short while ago saying, had a one hour phone call with a current AEW talent. The women who actually addressed the problems I did today were the ones sent home by Tony Khan. There was a meeting to shoot on Thunder Rosa that Khan attended. Before leaving, he reminded them that their segments were the lowest. When some girls arranged a meeting to talk about Baker's crew, one of them ran to Brit to let her know. The girls that wanted to address the problem were the ones that were punished. Things didn't get better, they got worse. Among the different divisions in TNA, 
the competitive balance, usually so equal that dominance by an individual or dominance by a team is usually short-lived. Exception to the rule, it comes to the knockout division, where there you see the champion, Awesome Kong, as she remains head and shoulders above her competition. Impact Wrestling close to celebrating 1,000 episodes of Impact, and they are doing so in style. It was announced last night on Impact that Awesome Kong, Angelina Love, and Velvet Sky will return to the company for the 1,000th episode. Awesome Kong had an incredible series of matches with Gail Kim that very much revolutionized women's wrestling in the mid-noughties. Angelina Love and Velvet Sky also made substantial waves in Impact in the TNA days, especially, as the beautiful people. Uh, the 1000th ep- episode of Impact is being taped on Saturday, September the 9th in White Plains, New York, the day after Victory Road. There's also conversation about Kalisto being a part of Impact soon. Uh, Kalisto reported by, by Fightful Select to be a part of Impact with contract negotiations between the two. Uh, not quite getting done, but... Possibly some one-off appearances by Kalisto on the cards going forward. Love to see Kalisto part of Impact Wrestling. I think he's a really, really good fit there. I think he belongs there. It is SummerSlam weekend, which means nine pitches for SummerSlam waiting for you on the Cultaholic YouTube channel and the podcast feed right now. Andrew and Adam gave their predictions for SummerSlam yesterday on the YouTube channel. You can watch them with live reactions to SummerSlam tomorrow night from midnight also what happened at SummerSlam with Jack the Jobber and the WTF moments from SummerSlam with Ross Tweddle too also over the weekend uh, I've been myself and Matthew Gregg have been back in time on the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review it's the final Smackdown of 2001 a space odyssey we're going to wrap up what has been an unusual year for the WWF and look at the final episode of SmackDown of 2001. You can join us on the podcast feed. You can also watch the episode if you are a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic. And for the latest wrestling news throughout the day, you can check out Cultaholic.com. I will speak to you next week. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.